I've got an electrified orchestra here outside the stadium, and I think they're playing Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats, which is very appropriate to this game, of course, everyone knowing the long-term feline rivalry between the uh, Les Bleus and uh, the Socceroos. I'm just saying the song choice, Francis, Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats. Good World <laughs> Cup song. Oh, my favourite World Cup song. That's a good question. It's certainly... Let me give that some thought. I've, ri- I've written one for us, so oh, yeah. I've rewritten one for us. Okay. Um, to the tune of K-San. Right, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to work with me on this tone? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. was... Uh, while we on the bus, I thought we needed to tell the story of being here, and I thought K-San, Kazan, and our mate Giggs suggested that we take up the challenge and write the song, and you and I sort of penned a few ideas, so let's we have did. a crack at it. All right, okay. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm the counter for one, two, two three, three, four. I left my tickets in a hotel in Kazan, and I bought one for a fortune from a black market man. I wear a Vietnam Bond T-shirt from a Moscow to the Kazan city with a smell that only fans would understand. Well, the first game against France will be won. Then, then it's on to, to Samara to bake, bake the Danish in the sun. So she is Peruvi under the gun. <laughs> There's nothing like three points and a beer and some top joints. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then it's back to Moscow to check things out again. <laughs> we need to go into witness protection now that we have destroyed Australia's spiritual national anthem. Ah, oh, well done, Francis. I, I commend your lyricism. <laughs> my favourite line, I think, has to be that it's on to Samara to bake the Danish in the sun. Oh, I was really quite proud of that. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> oh, well... Post that one on iTunes. We'll be number one on the charts very soon. We need to get in the queue and get inside the stadium. We do. And uh, shall we just finally say, shall we just give our final thoughts? The team has been posted. Yep. Mark Milligan is uh, in the side, as is Yednak, as is uh, anyone else. Do you know it? They're the two key ones. So Luongo goes out. Yep. Yeah, well, he's gone for experience and uh, and hoping to stare down the French attack with uh, maybe some dark arts and craft from a few wily old characters at the back who, who know how to give it and get it. Oh, I'm pleased they're playing Yednak. Yeah. I was worried that they wouldn't because yeah. last time he played really in a serious match, he scored a hat and, and everybody knows the French fear the beard. No, it is they a good They fear beard. the beard. And here it comes. Can they capitulate? They can, can't they? They can. Will they? Two World Wars say they can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now let's get into that. Let's get into that. How many hours did they last in 1940? <laughs> let's hope they crumble like 1940. <laughs> we'll have to liberate them from themselves yeah, again. That's right. We better get in the queue. Tony, we're closer and closer to clicking through the turnstiles and being inside a World Cup venue. We've travelled literally for days to get to this point. We're almost there. It's, it's as though we've done something, and you watch it in the crowd. I love it's one of my favourite parts of coming to a World Cup is to see people go click through the turnstile and just quietly raise a fist to themselves and celebrate their achievement. It's like they've finished a marathon. Uh, they've breasted the tape at full pace and gone, "I am here." But it's, that's what it's about because it's such a it's such a a rare experience once every four years often in uh, exotic locations for, uh, for us it is when Kazan in the middle of Tatarstan uh, so it, it is you know a unique thing to do you'll only ever be here once this, this particular game and day and uh, here we go again and you know Francis as we've got closer that little bulb of hope in my tummy 
has just expanded into a small fire that just needs nurturing, even just a little breath of hope in the first five minutes. And you know what? I think we we can do it. I think we can do it. You don't need my little black cloud of pessimism hanging around over your shoulder, do you? What, what, where would, how would you rate it? Is it like Melbourne Victory taking on Bayern Music Munich? A little bit like that. But, you know, that's what we love about... This game is cruel. It doesn't do justice to people who probably think they deserve what they don't get. And that's what we love about it. Yeah, that's right. This is the right sport for this to possibly happen in. And that's what we're hanging on to. We are. As we get closer to game time... It's a uh, deep breaths, Tony. Big deep, deep breaths. breaths. And go and do your bit. I'm wearing my stinky T-shirt. You do your bit. Horrible, do your pre-game. Disgusting yellow Vaughn is ready to go. Walking into the stadium, you meet people of all ages and stages. There is the family we met yesterday with their four toddlers. And today we're with John who's clocking in at 90 years of age, and he's with the Green and Gold Army. He's marched from the buses of the 2Ks. He's with his son, and they're here at the stadium. John, how are you? How are you feeling? Very good. This is my uh, Get Fit World Cup tour. <laughs> now, you're 90. Yep. Is this your first World Cup at yeah, 90 years old? Yes, yes. We missed a couple earlier, but we managed to get to this one. <laughs> and you're here with your son, and there must be a very special experience for both oh, of you. It is, yeah. First World Cup. Uh, we first talked about doing this back in the 80s, and... One thing and another, this is our first. But uh, John's planning to go to at least another three or four, so that's all good. Have a fantastic day. What was it like clicking through the gates for the first time, having oh, come so far? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you get up those stairs, boys. Enjoy the day. Have a great day. This uh, block, uh, one, uh, two, four. One, two, four. That's why I'm surrounded by French people. Thank you for explaining it. That's where I went. C124. <laughs> lot of French people. Good work, Tan. Your navigational skills are exemplary as always. Very happy to see you. I'm here with Cam, who I have been to three World Cups with. Cam himself has not missed a game in the World Cup finals since he's been alive. It's a, it's a rare pleasure, and I'm happy to continue it. I can't believe we're here again. This is amazing. I can't wait. I think a prediction for the game, Cam? I just want to enjoy at least 15 minutes. <laughs> Wise, wise, cautionary words. There's nothing like the national anthem of the World Cup because we're not singing for ourselves here in the stadium. We're singing for everyone back home. It really feels like that. It's electrifying in here at the moment. And I have to say, it's more of an Australian crowd than a French one. It feels like a home game for us. And we'll need every advantage that we can find, I reckon. But right now, it feels great. This bloke's going to get a beer and he's come back and his mate said, you didn't miss much. General observations, this has been a superb effort. It's not going to count and we're going to lose and it's going to mean it's going to be very difficult to get through the last uh, into the top two. But you couldn't have asked for more and they showed that whatever they've been doing in training, they've become a team and, and uh, again, this side, they make you proud a lot. They're awesome. Final whistle. So full time, France 2, Australia 1. And it's another almost... Classic, heroic defeat. 
<laughs> for Australian football. One we can be proud of, but not satisfied with. And you can hear the Australian fans sing. I understand how hard it's been for the players. God, we frightened the life out of the French. I don't think they expected our team to be as resilient and as resourceful as they were. So we walk out proud but empty-handed. We've been here before. We'll be on to the next game. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. I'm Molly Hockey. I'm an actor, writer, comedian. I'm 40, I'm single, and I'm trying to get pregnant, so I started SpermCast. I interviewed potential sperm donors, doctors, witches, scientists, surrogates. I did hilariously awkward home inseminations. I got pregnant. I had a miscarriage. I laughed. I cried. A lot. I got sperm from a sperm bank and started fertility treatments. Now here I am in season three. If you're pondering motherhood or in the thick of trying to get there, or if you just like comedy and watching a woman lose her ever-loving mind in real time, subscribe now to SpermCast. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.